Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Yeah, weather-wise, partly sunny today. Some wildfire smoke is possible. And we'll see a high around 85. Right now, 64 at Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, let's start this hour's e-news with... Oh, I guess we could do Taylor Swift. The one and only, Jeff, Taylor Swift. You know, she came here, and I'll tell you what, it was just an absolute blast when we had her in town. It was wonderful. Well, she is uh, kicked off. She's getting ready to kick off tomorrow night. She has one, two, three, four, five consecutive shows at SoFi Stadium. Must be nice. Yep, and that's the end of the Eras Tour as far as the North American leg is is kind of considered. And then she goes overseas starting in February of next year. Oh, she's going to take a little break? Then. She's going to take a little break. She's going to take, you know, however many months off, and then she's going to kick it off, I think, in Japan. But um, she has started to kind of give out the bonuses, you know, because she's making... She's going to make like a billion dollars this year just on this one tour. It's crazy. And I heard her merch truck alone brings in like a million dollars a day. Yeah. Just the merch truck. It is interesting watching these other cities, you know, that that have Taylor Swift moving through. You know, you know, we pick up these news feeds from all over the country and we were kind of watching like when she was in in the Boston area before she came to Cincinnati and then she went on I think Kansas City and now she's in Los Angeles and and watching the local news coverage every time she she hits a city it's this it's that same level of excitement that we had and it's just kind oh, of yeah. fun to watch it is fun to watch you know what else is fun to watch her give out the bonuses she has 50 truck drivers who haul her equipment from place to place just like you were saying and she hooked them up she gave them a hundred thousand dollar bonus wow each driver wow isn't that incredible surprise I know I wonder if she'll pay the taxes on it for him, too. That's very generous. Oh, my gosh. So generous. Now, I heard it's not just the truck drivers. Yeah, it's a lot of other people that work on the tour. The dancers, the roadies, Mm -hmm. the sound technicians, the caterers, among others, each scorn about the same, about $100,000. Isn't that incredible? Meanwhile, Lizzo is being sued for allegedly mistreating her backup dancers, and we'll have the story on that coming up as your news continues next. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I check your email today? <laughs> you hear that right. little ding. All right, Gwyneth. She is putting her guest house at her home in Montecito, California on Airbnb. And it comes with... Gwyneth Paltrow. 
This what? Is, I know. This is so crazy. You might you might be somebody that actually knows somebody and or has enough money to do this. You can actually rent out her place and have dinner with Gwyneth and her husband, Brad Falchuk, in their wine room. You even get to pick out your own bottle of wine, Jeff. I want to do that. I do think it would be fun, although I, I think I would have to eat before I go, just so if I eat while I'm there, I'll feel full, because I don't really foresee you eating a lot of good stuff. Probably, yeah, she's I mean, you're going to eat all good stuff, food. but you're not going to have any sort of, like, steak. I think you're going to do a lot of smoothies. Mm, here's some lemongrass. Yeah, everything she's grown in her backyard. Okay. So the booking doesn't even start until August the 15th, and we have no idea what the price is going to be. And, of course, you know it's not going to be cheap. So, obviously, this is for rich people. Like, it's not a contest that I can enter. No, you can't buy, like, a $5 ticket and get entered to win. Oh. You're going to have to win the new Mega Millions, Mega Billions, actually. I know a lot of people find her annoying, but I, I kind of enjoy that. Some people really, really are into her. I mean, it's not my lifestyle. I'm not, like, a big goop. A wellness-ish person. I'm not exactly the, the target market for this company, but, mm-hmm. oh. Be a story to tell. Oh my gosh, for sure. But you also, that's the, you know, you get that. You get a spa day with Gwyneth, a guided meditation. You also get uh, valuable techniques and an abundance of goop products to continue the journey towards your emotional health. I give them all to Jen. See, and that's Here's what I be- got, Jen. It's all you can have it. I'm never going <laughs> to use this stuff. She would love it. That stuff's expensive. Jen and I have looked at the Goop website a lot because she always puts out her holiday list. Right. You know, it's Gwyneth's favorite things, and Jen and I always look at that. And she's actually purchased a couple of things for you and Tim from there, I think, and herself. Yeah. 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 So it's pretty. Expensive. Oh yeah, yeah. The candles. The candles. I can't remember what those else are. She nice got candles, candles, actually. Well, and the weird thing is, is it just one overnight stay? Because it feels like so. if you're going to do a spa day and meditation and you get all the products, you know, you just have dinner and spend the night and then you leave. Right. I think this should be like a long weekend. Like you get a little four day or. Yeah, let's do a long weekend. It's like going to Sedona, going to one of those spa places. Oh, that'd be nice. I love Sedona. on the last day you get to hang out with Gwyneth. I have been to Sedona. I have not. That's magical. I want to go. I want to go to that. What is it called? Miraval? Mira something? Yeah. That I have, Oprah I, went to? Yeah. I haven't been there, but there's a, a place called, help me with my French, La, La Berge. Is that how you pronounce sure. it? That was really nice. Mm. And they have, and, and they have all different rooms. Like you, you can get one with a Red Rocks view, oh, or nice. you can get one that's like kind of in the forest with uh, amongst this, like around this babbling brook. And oh, just nice. the, the whole atmosphere and the food's really good. Really nice. I like Sedona. Maybe one day. I'll put it on the list. Probably a little hot there right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Meanwhile, mortality, strangely enough, is a theme in the new Barbie movie. So maybe it's not that odd that people are joining, that people are choosing to be buried in pink Barbie themed caskets. The Olivares Funeral Home in Mexico is offering them as a way for people to, quote, rest like Barbie. And apparently this is catching on elsewhere in Mexico, as well as other Latin American countries like El Salvador. I mean, I think being buried in a pink casket sounds nice. I think I would be into this. And you like you like the color pink, regardless oh, yeah. of Barbie. When I was a kid, that was my favorite color. Like, my walls were hot pink. Like, almost like Barbie hot pink. 
when I was younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would glow. You could see it from the sidewalk in Covington, like if our if my light was on. Can you prepay? Like I know you can you can purchase your burial plot ahead of time. Oh, but, maybe. You know, what about the casket and everything else? Can you pre purchase that? And if so, where do you keep it? I was gonna say probably in your basement. In your but I'm thinking too, what an opportunity for the Batesville casket company. Right. You know, yeah. they're not too far from here. This is something they should totally be hopping on board with because a lot of people I think would be into this. Saving this for later. <laughs> All right. Well, Lizzo, this is kind of a very sad story. I hate hearing this, but she is being accused of mistreating her backup dancers. And that includes supposedly uh, weight shaming them. And I don't know if you saw this show or not, Jeff. She did a show called Watch Out for the Big Girls. And that was a show where she ended up finding some of her backup dancers like on for her tour. She yeah. found them found them through this show. And so we're hearing that a couple of members of from that place are actually going to sue her for damages and be, because of Lizzo's behavior. Two of the women were fired by Lizzo. A third woman ended up quitting. All of the complaints, uh, this is not very good. It looks like Lizzo took them to a live sex show in Amsterdam, and they're saying that she forced them to interact with some of the performers in sexually explicit ways. Oh. Yeah. They're saying that Lizzo was super demanding, demeaning, demoralizing to the point that one of the women almost, she peed herself because she was afraid to go to the bathroom. Oh, wow. They're saying that Lizzo uh, wouldn't allow them to do any sort of side jobs or take on any extra money when she had pauses during the tour. So the only money they got was from Lizzo. Hmm. And a couple of Lizzo's former employees who are not a part of the lawsuit are saying that uh, all of this stuff is true. Really? Yeah. So we'll see about that. Yeah. I, don't, I hate hearing that because I just yeah, super, super, super like her. It's disappointing. And I hope none of that's true. Let's hope it's not. And if it is true that she cuts the crap. Yeah. Or and owns it, uh, owns it and, and learns something from that. So BuzzFeed put together a list of the most unusual things that celebrities have in their homes. And here are some of the highlights. Cheryl Crow has traditional death masks that were created after the person passed away, including... Former presidents William McKinley and William Howard Taft. What does that mean, death mask? I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> don't either. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. His house itself is a converted 19th century windmill. Now that sounds kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That does sound really cool. Um, I so I visited a windmill in the Netherlands, and it was it was a historical museum kind of that they allow you to sort of walk through the inside of the of the windmill and and there was a little house inside of it oh, that's it neat. was bigger than you you might imagine and it had multiple levels did it have windows it did have windows oh, okay. yeah that's it wasn't cool. super spacious obviously but yeah i mean they they did exist they do exist rain wilson has a pig farm and barn and collectible gas station art including Mobile's old, a very old logo that Mobile used to have of uh, Pegasus. Used to be oh. part of their, um, part part of their, their logo. logo, yeah. That used to be the thing that I would always say that I wanted for my birthday when I was a little kid, too. They would say, what do you want for your birthday? And I would say, I want a flying horse. Yeah. Who doesn't? Neil Patrick Harris has a stretch portrait from Disney's Haunted Mansion ride. 
It's the man in the striped boxers that's standing on dynamite. Oh, and that's when you stretch it, it looks like it's looking at you, right? Isn't that the point of the stretch photo? I believe so. That's kind of creepy, but cool. He also has a, a monkey bar that is basically taxidermy monkeys lined up. Ew, that's gross. Uh, Casey Musgraves has a joint from <laughs> Willie Nelson, and it's framed. Uh, RuPaul has a disco room that contains 26 disco balls. Oh, that sounds fun. Let's do that. Zed, the artist, has a Skittles dispenser that's the size of a vending machine. And what else? What else? What else? Uh, Carla Delevingne has a hidden vagina tunnel. I've heard that. What does that mean? <laughs> and SNL's Chloe Finman has a wig collection that she keeps in her oven. Do you have anything strange at your house like this? Like anything that you collect or anything that if people knew you owned it, they'd be like, whoa. Well, I would say that. I mean, the one thing that kind of stands out to people, like I thought about, you know, would it be like, the antique radio I have in the living room. No. Or the antique microphone. Not really. Mm-hmm. But I do have that Shepherd Ferry piece that was ripped out of the side of what is now the 21C downtown. Oh, it's concrete too. Isn't it like really heavy? Yeah. So the artist, the Shepherd Ferry, he came to town and, you know, he put up all these murals, at different spots around the community and one of them was on the building that is now the 21C Hotel, but this was before it was the 21C. It's right next to the Contemporary Arts Center. And when it came time for them to build the 21C, they basically sectioned off pieces of that mural and preserved it. And it sat in like a basement at the Contemporary Arts Center. And they started uh, basically auctioning them off. And I was the lucky recipient of one of them which is pretty cool but it really is i mean it's it's a slab of concrete with andre the giant's image on it how do where do you put like how do you even hang that you can't just put it on the wall i had to hire a professional guy that knows how to hang the art hang really heavy stuff like that yeah. with the right reinforcements and stuff so it sort of stands out but i'm a fan of shepherd ferry and it you know it does kind of, it doesn't really match for the rest of the decor in the house but yeah, but I think it's cool that you have that kind of piece of art. Yeah, I like it. It's neat. I think it's pretty cool. And I have a, and I have a photo, an old photo of when it was all intact on the side of that building back in the day. Oh, but the other thing of note is that Shepard Ferry came back to Cincinnati in 2010 and he signed all of those sections, all those pieces. Oh, so you have a signed original Shepard's Ferry. That's cool. Yeah, do you hang neat. the uh what it looked like next to it just so people can kind of understand? I I intended to have like a little framed photo yeah, yeah. of what it where it was before and I got the photos printed up and I I never did. Put it on the to-do list. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, there's a survey going around. They asked 2,000 people, who is your favorite family TV from America? Who's your America? My favorite TV family? Yeah, your favorite TV family. Oh. Did you have anyone to say? The Modern Family family. Oh, the Pritchards? Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good. So let's just do the top 10. Coming in at number 10, the Banks family from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. The Braverman family from Parenthood, followed by the Tanner family from Full House. The Taylor family from um, Home Improvement. 
the Barone family from Everybody Loves Raymond, they were pretty good. I really liked um, his mom and the dad. The mom and dad, yeah. Yeah, they were fantastic. Uh, the Adams family from the Adams family. So that's the old school Adams family. Okay. The one that was black and white. Right. Um, the Bundy family from Married with Children. The Brady Bunch family came in at number three, which I'm surprised you didn't say them because I feel like they pretty much raised you a little bit. They did kind of, but it was so Carol long and ago. Mike. Million yeah. years ago. And number two, the Simpsons coming in from, you know, the Simpsons. And then the number one favorite family, the Adams family from Wednesday. Oh. Which is a bit odd. I, I haven't mean, seen that show yet. I haven't either, but I guess people really, really love that show and that's their new favorite family. All right. Uh, real quick, the man who pulled his car out in front of actor Treat Williams' motorcycle in Vermont back in June is now facing a charge of grossly negligent operation with death. That's how the charge reads. Ryan M. Koss voluntarily met with police where he was processed and released. He's due back in court on September 25th. Vermont State Police say that actor Treat Williams died of severe trauma and blood loss when Cost made a left turn directly into the path of Williams' bike, and they wow. collided. Williams was 71 years old. That is your latest E-News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to Coney Island, where Natalie Jones is going to be. This Sunday, August 6th, for Sunburner Sunday. So we'll get you set up with that straight ahead. But first, Denise Johnson has your latest traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.